the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Joining me today, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. Good morning. Let's talk about, we talk a lot about real estate. We can talk about agents buying and selling. We could talk about the 21st century in real estate. The thing that flummoxed me the most when I got to the Bay Area 20 years ago was how much bad advice there was. And come, I've crafted my whole life on financial advice and giving people good advice and, and trying to. And sometimes I don't even follow it myself. I know that though, and I feel shame at times. But um, things have changed a lot in 20 years. But then again, they also kind of remain the same. Um, 20 years ago, I got frustrated real estate agents are like, real estate always goes up, and it doesn't. So a lot of real estate still break even at best in the United States, but it's other people's money. And then mortgage lenders, oh man, you guys are, well, the, you differ like golden clay. A lot more sketchy products to promote. <laughs> there's a lot like of that. great products to have. Like, I'll say this, CFP Chad Burton used to, you know, he sold insurance at times of his life. Um, when he was first getting in the business. And as he would say, I could make a S ton of money, a poop ton of money. Behave yourself. If I sold insurance today and annuities. Um, there's a company called White Club Events, and they'll you know help you put 100 people in a seminar. And you can do a seminar on how to have income in retirement. And he could do, like, I've seen these people on PBS, and I, I'm going to drop chat out of this conversation. I've seen people on PBS who are quote-unquote financial experts, and then they basically rent a room, and they get 100 people, and all they got to do is get one person to drop $100,000 into annuity, and they just made $9,000, and they paid $6,000 for the whole event. All they got to do is get one out of 100. Crazy. Yeah. Um, it's And I bring that up in, in large part because of bad product is the comparable here. There's bad product in investing and savings and that's high cost annuities and, and, and mortgage if, lenders. If they don't know their stuff, they could be hurting a, a borrower. Well, and, 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 and you bring up a good point. And so we went through this transition of very loose guidelines to very difficult guidelines. And, and one of the reasons was, is, is, you know, the CFPB was created and Dodd-Frank and all of these things are out there. Now, these tough guidelines to protect the consumer from, you know, that, that person giving bad advice, at least in the mortgage world. Now, I'm not sure about, you know, uh, financial management, but in the mortgage world. So that, so if you go to your lender and or you've done a loan in the past three, four or five years and you thought that it was like pulling teeth. And, and that's the reason is they're out there trying to protect you. Why did we go through like four different good faith estimates? Now we're at what they call a loan estimate. Why did we do that stuff? Why is everything up front? What are what is a tolerance cure and i mean these are all things that are out there to protect the consumer i mean it kind of put a you know a, a, an extra weight on the 
the lending industry and they're figuring it out. And then it's also squeezing out other kind of products, what they call non-qualified mortgages. And, and now they're going, Oh, we don't need to go through all of that stuff. Just kind of bypass it and use our product. Yeah. The rate's a little higher, but you don't, you're not pulling your teeth. So it's, it's avoiding that whole conversation about, am I giving you bad advice? So, I mean, it, and it boils down to very small things like 30 year fixed or 15 year or 20 year, things like that. One of the, areas I want to talk to you a little bit about is that you and I have talked about this and I I don't want to name names. I could, but we've run across people in your industry that some of them spend 10 hours a week doing loans and some of them spend five hours a week doing loans and like they may be really popular at their church and like, Hey Joe, what do you do? Oh, I, uh, I make boats. Hey Tim, what do you do? I do mortgage loans. He doesn't really do mortgage yep. loans, but he does two a year. And- There's a lot of people moving that direction right now because it's, the volume is so low. Right. It's hard to find somebody who's dedicated, committed, and full-time and completely involved in the mortgage business and real estate. So some people are giving financial advice because you do give financial advice on some levels. I, I, I too do totally believe that. You give insights. You say, here's product A, here's product B, here's how this one's going to help you. Here's how. So it bothers me when I see the guy who's part-time, 5 to 10 to 20 hours. Um, a, he doesn't know the product that's out there. B, he doesn't necessarily shop for them. C, he's thinking, this isn't my real job. <laughs> like, I don't do this all day long. Um, sometimes I'm picking my nose. Sometimes there's I'm a lot drunk. of realtors that do that as well. And I'm getting at that too. And there's a lot of people in finance. I know insurance agents who are like, hey, I'm, I'm in the same industry you are. I'm like, no, you're not. And that's the first thing that comes out of my mouth. I'm like, no, 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 no. There's a, there's a guy I know who, who does loans. Yeah, yeah. He does real estate. Sure. He does. He also has a t-shirt making company uh-huh. and he also sells insurance or something like that. I, I, I don't know how much time he can actually dedicate to becoming a, a really good professional at either one of those. Okay. Right. Unless he's, you know, a genius of some sort and works 24 hours a day, but uh, that's not really my type, <laughs> my cup of tea. If I was looking for that, I mean, maybe he doesn't promote himself that way and maybe he does a good job, but there's still a lot of people out there that just don't put enough time and effort in learning into their, their, you know, career. You basically do all mortgages all the time and you can find them at bayarealonesource.com. It's Tony Mendez, good friend of mine. who does all my loans, but you also have a partner that you work with a guy named Gordon who I don't think he's doing mortgages 40 hours a week, but he's doing real estate like 80 hours a week. Yeah. Property management. More than that. Flipping houses, looking for opportunities. Six days a week. Six days a week. That's crazy. But again, that's one of the reasons why you want to get to know and build a team. Um, I've got a guy who does my insurance in Pacific Northwest. I've got a guy who does my insurance in California. Um, I got a guy who does my mortgages in California. And when you can't, when I go out of state, you help set me up. For instance, I was looking at Nevada this time last year because the whole Trump world of state income taxes in California were high and mortgage deductions are going to go away somewhat. Um, but you didn't, you can't do business in Nevada. So you're like, I can find you someone who could do business in Nevada. So sure. anyway, it's, it's good to have a good team. And I, I go back to, there's people who do this part-time. I know insurance people who do it part-time and they're like, I do what you do. I'm like, no, you don't. I live and breathe and I, I smoke this stuff. <laughs> if I can get uh, some papers and wrap financial information in them and, and light up. <laughs> M- Muggsy, what's his name? It's probably Muggsy. Yeah. So kids did. I don't know who that is. Do you mean like there's something that died? Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. So there was a point in my life that Monday through Friday, I was a student. I played soccer. I was a bill. And Saturday morning would roll around and I was jonesed. 
because I got to like, my parents would let me watch four or five hours of TV in a row. On top of the hill. So there's a song in the 70s, um, Saturday Morning Confusion. And uh, it's all about a dad who just wants to sleep in on Saturday and the kids have gotten up and watching TV and the dog's up and Saturday morning fusion. Like just get transfusion from Harry the dog. I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. So that went away. I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. How are kids well, going to learn about eight being a depressing number and the bill and Muggsy and the Animal Olympics? <laughs> Big things from growing up as a child. Thundercats. I was never a Thundercats. Thundercats were slightly after me. So just just throwing that out there. Anyway, you can find Tony Mendez at BayAreaLoanSource.com. It's BayAreaLoanSource.com. Lots going on in the world of investing. Lots going on in the world of real estate. He does all my mortgages. There's some big flags this week. And when I did this story on TV, I got an email instantly. Should I buy now or should I wait one year? I did the story about Southern California median home prices falling. Sales are falling. Home prices are edging up, but sale total inventory is building. Inventory is a killer. It's a killer in uh, real estate rallies. We'll ask Tony if we think that is a true flag that he, people should wait a year or as he should jump on now. We'll take a break here. We'll be right back. You can find Tony at BayAreaLandSource.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. I know you're saying get ready. Rob's going to say the dirty word. The big dirty word. There's two of them in the world of investing in my world. There's the R word and the I word. Behave yourself. Inflation and recession. Now you would think those are not bad words, but those are words that scare investors. And they shouldn't. Recessions curb excesses. So recession gives a pause to refresh. Recessions give... Uh, a chance to say, okay, let's take a look at what we've accomplished and figure out how to water that going forward and how to prune back some of the dead leaves. Recessions are normal. They're healthy. They're common. I like them. Correction. Maybe that's another dirty word, a letter, right? We've got the, the I, the R, the C. Don't say the word. Don't say it. Don't say it. You can't. Oh, good. Oh, you just said correction. I thought you were going to say the other C word. No, I'm not going to say that one. That is not appropriate behavior, okay? But do you see how, like, Wall Street could have dirty words and we could all have dirty words? Uh, corrections are good for me. I know you're saying, Rob, you're acting crazy now. Corrections are great. Corrections are, you know, if you happen to buy Apple a couple of years ago because you liked the product or you, you heard that it always goes higher and it, it's gone higher. You've done great, but now that it's corrected 10% from its highs, what do you do? Do you feel like it's going to continue? Do you feel like it's taking a pause? Do you feel like this is the, uh-oh, what if they don't have, no one's talking about the iPhone 11 yet. And isn't that coming up in September? <laughs> yeah. So I'm always looking for signs of recession. I'm always looking for signs of correction. I'm always looking for signs of inflation. Because those are the boogeymen. That's our Freddy Krueger, our Jason Voorhees, and our guy from the movie Saw. 
which I haven't seen enough, so I can't tell you his name. And I'm your Bozo the Clown, so fear the clown, people. So those are the three boogeymen, and I'm watching for signs of the boogeymen. You know, you don't want to go to sleep on these guys. What could cause a recession? I, something tells me Donald Trump and a tariff war can it may not physically start a recession, but it can mentally start getting us to the point of, oh, yeah, I need to I, I need to be careful. So that's one of those things that on Wall Street we do do. We do use our imagination a lot. And what I mean by that is, you know, what could cause a correction? I'm looking for signs of it. What could cause a recession? I'm looking for signs of it. Um, higher interest rates could slow down an economy, which could eventually cause a recession, because a recession is just two quarters in a row of negative GDP growth. That sounds about right. That's not so bad when you put it that way, right? But when you start adding the recession leads to a correction, or inflation leads to a recession leads to a correction, like you're starting to put the elbow involved with the toe bone. The toe bone's connected to the ear bone. I know you're saying... What sort of person do you look like? Your toes connected to your ear? Yes. And I like to have my ears licked. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. So the economy's growing right now. So you can't say tariffs are a problem yet, but you do pay attention to it. We've got this incredibly stimulant, stimulating, stimulative tax cut, and we want to watch that data come out. And we want to see how it looks on a year-over-year basis. And then, oh, these tariffs, they could throw things into like a little bit of a tizzy because now you're looking at them through another filter. Instead of a tax cut where things were going to look better, you're looking at it through a filter where maybe things aren't great. You know, if President Trump ever gets impeached, Congress will write him a letter saying, we don't like what you did. That could cause the market to drop. But that's not causing the economy, the recession, Right. That could cause the the stock market to drop short term, and then the stock market's going to look and look at the recession or look at the economy and say, "Hey, economy, do people get scared about that whole impeachment thing?" And the economy will tell us the truth over time. It tells us, you know, jobs report. It tells us wages, inflation, consumer price index, uh, how much inflation there is, uh, wholesale inflation, productivity. Are we getting more out of more bang for our buck from you know going to work? So. That's something. Those are the three dirty words, in my opinion, of kind of like the big picture. And notice how none of them are, to me, dirty words. They're actually opportunities. Now, when I'm in retirement and I've got three years of cash like I'm supposed to have, you know, these seminars that me and CFP Chad Burton and myself do, uh, when I'm in retirement and I've got my three years of cash on the sidelines and I've got my dividend stocks and my income payers and my... Uh, you know, achievers, so to speak, as I like to call them. My companies with brand names. As I'm in retirement, do I want to hear things like, this is a record stock market correction, or this is a record prolonged bear market? No. Because so far I've been counting on history and not, you know, something breaking out into history. Are you with me against me? Did you see the founder of Toys R Us died shortly after they announced uh, Toys R Us was going bankrupt? Does that make you feel sad? In other news, the founder of Toys R Us is being buried in Mattel's Barbie house. I know that's so sad. I'm with you. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. It is funny. I'm just thinking about that whole European Union 
my insight that it'll be a European <laughs> uh, country that takes down Facebook or Amazon or Apple or Google or Netflix. It won't be an American government that takes them down. Does that tell you something like how snarky I am or how sarcastic? Uh, so we pay attention to FedEx. FedEx and UPS. You know how I was saying recession is an R word? It's one of those bad words out there. We pay attention to the FedExes and UPSs and Amazons because they're telling us, are people spending money? Is business getting done? Are people sending boxes around the country? You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Another day, another dollar. Taking a look at crude inventories today on Wall Street. Ooh, that one will wake you right up, right? Actually, there's a lot of good stories on Wall Street today. Um, Snap, they could be in trouble. Mortgage activity falls for the first time to a two-and-a-half-year low. I guess it's from the first time Disney's in the news. Earnings disappoint, but stock turned around as the company touted Fox Assets and Streaming. Is Disney the, net, the next Netflix? China slapping tariffs on $16 billion worth of U.S. goods. Um, so there's a lot of drama, right? And again, save the drama for Lindsay Lamas. Um, as my mama always said, and she probably never said anything like that in any way, shape, or form. So, trying to get you to retirement. It's a job, right? I recently got a mortgage uh, that got sold from one company to the next. And that happens on a pretty regular basis, which is what it is, right? The downside on it is, is it kind of messes up my life. And I spent, you know, an hour yesterday setting up a automatic payment. I know you're going, oh, an hour. Remember the good old days when we used to lick stamps and such? Anyhow, the S&P market is what we look at on a pretty regular basis. As far as saying, how did the market do today? SP 500 has gone up in each of the last four sessions after an overarching degree of sameness on the news wires. We've had a great run on earnings season. It's been nice. We have interest rates that are creeping higher. Don't lie to yourself. That's a negative. That's not a positive, historically speaking. It shows strength in our economy. But that strength in our economy tends to overheat and turn into inflation, and inflation tends to turn into job cuts. Walt Disney in the news, like I said, better than expected. Weaker than expected short-term report, but better than expected outlook. Wall Street is very much so a business about, not what have you done for me? Lately, it's where are we going next? CVS Health had a mixed report, but the office talked a lot about telemedicine. It's kind of like, let's stop there for just a second. Let's stop there for just a second and think about that one. Telemedicine, are you ready for it? Haven't, isn't it kind of sort of uh, something we've been touting for a long period of time? Feels like it. The digital doctor. Nationwide service to treat easy-to-diagnose maladies and other medical issues via its smartphone app. Telemedicine service will be offered for diagnosis of conditions like colds and flu, Skin issues and general wellness matters. I like the idea because it keeps more sick people inside versus going to the doctors. 
The video visit service, which will be provided on smartphones, will cost $59 and can be paid by credit card or debit card. CVS, which is close to acquiring health insurance firm Aetna, said that insurance coverage on telemedicine service will be available in the coming months. It's kind of nice, right? It's not quite 21st century, change the world, stick out your tongue and say, ah. <clears throat> but we're getting there. <clears throat> so if you, CVS said you're going to have to complete a questionnaire. You're going to be given a board-certified healthcare provider license in your state. They'll review the questionnaire. We'll talk a little about medical history. Um, the chain will initially be offering it in Arizona. Florida, Idaho, Maine, Maryland, Mississippi, New Hampshire, Virginia, Washington, D.C. I know you're saying California? Yes, California too. So California is not going to be left out on this one. And I, I think it's nice. You know, again, I'm not going to get excited by it. Elsewhere in the world that we're becoming fat Oompa Loompas, park load and go. Park load and go. Park load and go. Amazon, known for bringing items to your home, is saying, hey, if you want to come park at Whole Foods... You'll be able to order eggs, milk, and other groceries on the Prime Now app. Park in a reserved spot at the store, and workers will place the items in your car. Curbside grocery pickup. It is already a feature at Walmart. It is already a feature at Kroger and other grocers. But Amazon's kind of making it a thing. And uh, we all know about Amazon, and don't underestimate Amazon. And uh, orders of $35 and up are free if pickup is in an hour. There's a fee of $4.99 for those who, don't, who want to pick it up within 30 minutes. Do you imagine? We are moving towards a... That's a good, easy problem to have. Now, again, for those who are, have disabilities, and you know, there's a lot of people who have disabilities, and they, they have to drink through straws. And San Francisco is saying, eh, we'll make you walk the plank on that one, guys. Sorry. See you later. But I can imagine having a disability, not you know wanting to move my hips and sit in my car and have the food brought to me. I get it. But uh, it does seem to be solving not the biggest problem in the world. Elon Musk said something yesterday that made me go, isn't that against the law? He talked about taking Tesla private at $420. And when it's at $370, 375 I guess it was roughly at 356 when it started. It jumps 4%, 5%, 10%, 13%, 11%. It's bouncing around, right? Tesla's been losing a lot of money recently, and they don't want to issue stocks, or will they issue stocks? And I think it's uncool for a guy who owns lots of shares to say, I may take the company private and buy all the shares for $420. Is that a joke? Every time I hear 420 now, I'm like, is this a marijuana joke? Is someone playing with me? But, um, yeah, so Tesla kind of spiked on that news. And uh not trying to start a fight or anything, but Elon Musk seems kind of sad these days. Papa John's in the news. They had an ugly report. I, I, What do you say about that one? Is that story not just, like, played itself out where the CEO said something racist? And... I don't know. I'm not there, clearly, right? And he said, no, 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 no. I was, I was saying, if you act like a racist and you said this word, then this is how we're supposed to... Like, he kind of hid behind... It was a training exercise. And, uh, well, people are ordering less pizza from Papa John's. And that company has lawyers out the nose right now. Snap had a bad quarter. 
lot of what we saw out of Snap was a good quarter, and then we it turned into kind of a nightmare for Snap. Oh, Snap. Oh, Snap. Oh, Snap. Sometimes I have to call for my own audio, all right? Oh, um, Snap. Snap. So the stock um, did well. It boomed, and then it plummeted on signs of weakness to come. They had their first ever decline in daily active users. And have we kind of gotten over it? Is it kind of like that Pokemon Go? Where it's cute to have the dancing hot dog. And then you're like, okay, what's next? I've seen the dancing hot dog. Okay. I see the angel halo above you filter. Okay, I see the devil filter. I get that. And oh, look at that. That's a nice flower filter. Oh, 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 what's that? Oh, it's stars bursting above my head on the fourth. Cute. Are we done with that? Augmented reality? That's, oh, man, don't say that loudly in front of Facebook. Or Apple. Augmented reality is their next trillion-dollar play. But are we giving up on it kind of early? In the case of Snap, we're going, eh, not saying over it, but it's not good when your daily active users are in decline. That's a, a highly negative thing for a company who is still in growth mode, who's in, still in digital mode. A lot of people have said Snap is the... Facebook of a younger generation. I think it's a great product. But it, it also comes down to the point of how many great products do you have? I know people have like 150 apps on their phone. And they're like they're all proud of how they've organized their front page. Home page? Home screen? Front screen? What do you say? Anyhow, anyway, um, Snap's a problem. And they, they don't quite seem to have it yet. Now, Saudi Arabia's Prince Alawalid bin Talal, a well-known tech investor... He's invested $250 million in the company. Um, he's got a 2.3% stake. The prince had previously been rumored to be interested in investing in Snap, but he said he had no plans to invest back then, and now he's picking it up now. Uh, he's been kind of one of those interesting investors. Because, again, a lot of times I think we start getting into the idea that businessmen in the United States buy stocks in their business suits. Saudi princes in their Saudi Chic outfits tend to buy oil or, according to movies, nuclear bombs. But you don't really see them in media portrayed as stock buyers. But Prince bin uh, Talal, Allah Walid, uh, he has been pretty prominent on CNN or CNBC, which is kind of cool because it just this is a flat world, in my opinion, and it's kind of nice. So Walt Disney in the news. ESPN is struggling to maintain subscribers. And again, is there a little bit of fatigue? We loved ESPN, and then we loved ESPN too. And we go, ESPN College? Uh, uh, ESPN Plus, ESPN After... Like, it's like uh, too much. Same thing happened with CNN, and that was fantastic. Because Ted Turner, you know, he turned CNN from uh, a joke, 24-hour news, no one believed it. Into let's do CNN too, <laughs> and then he's like, let's do the the one with all the the CNN minutes and uh, big international empire because every time Ted Turner was losing money, he kept spending more money. Anyhow, I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You can find me online on Rob Black Show, Twitter Black Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Don't be shy. Call the show eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black. Thanks for listening to the show. 
you have any questions, bring them up. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Hopefully. Uh, don't get me into too much trouble, but I've been known to venture into some advice on love. It's expensive. On children, they're expensive. On hot, sexy cars, they're expensive. Um, <laughs> if you can eliminate those, you'll end up pretty wealthy. But that's not very family-friendly of me, is it? Anyhow, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Let's take a look at some of the stories out there today and see if anything makes any kind of sense anymore, because on a day-by-day basis, I'm questioning what's going to go on with this market. Um, you know, I was having a little lunch yesterday, and you see that the case against Paul Manafort's kind of ratcheting up, and I'm, I'm not political. I'm not. I, I find that you would turn the show off very, very quickly if I was. Uh, but what is interesting about it to me is clearly it could bring down a president. And what happens if you bring down a president? It's the ultimate uncertainty. Like, you're like, who has the nuclear codes? What if he launches the nuclear codes on his way out? What if a Democrat takes over and takes off his, his mask and it's Vladimir Putin? So anytime there's that kind of demon unknown, what's going to happen when there's money involved? A lot of people go, I'm going to be to pull my money aside and I'll wait for the next bus. Have you ever been on a bus and trouble gets on and you're like, I'm stepping off? And in this case, it may be a very large human being who smells of fecal matter and lack of shower and a little bit more fecal matter. Maybe a little mayonnaise, too. Doesn't smell good. For those, of you, for those of you who love mayonnaise on a hot day, congratulations. But you see that get on your bus, and you're like, I want to get off. That kind of happens on Wall Street, too. So some of the headlines, now we're going to start moving out of earnings season. Disney had a good earnings season. You know, their parks and recreation, or parks and resorts, pulled in $5.19 billion in sales. The film business pulled in $2.88 billion. I think at some point in time I'd like to see, and I know this may or may not happen, and I know it's kind of crazy. A lot of people want companies like Apple to go out and buy Netflix. They could have had them for a song and a dime. So now that everyone's saying, like, oh, they should go buy Roku. Get Roku while you can. Um, because then you'd have the distribution. Like, Apple's, not, Apple's there, but they're not quite there in distribution of TV content. Can you imagine Disney and Apple getting together? Uh-huh. I know. This is the coolest part about my job is that kind of stupid speculation that you get to do. Mortgage, um, you, New York congressman charged with insider trading. Um, surprised? China's going to slap more tariffs on $16 billion worth of U.S. goods. Is this for real or does it all magically go away right before an election? Where everyone walks away saying, we're winners. Refinancing applications fell to their lowest level in 17 and a half years. I've got four properties, maybe, and I, I don't have a desire to refinance. I, I did, and I've done all my refinancing in the last three years. So loan requested by a new home, not necessarily a new home, but a home, new homes, existing homes, declined to a near six-month low. That's a big one. You know, in 2000, we were doing loans for people who didn't deserve them and would just charge them more. So not only did they not deserve them, but the rate was higher. And oddly enough, when they didn't deserve them because they didn't have the income. It's not that, you know, for any other reason they didn't deserve it. It's just the income. 
is what I'm trying to say. When the economy hit a shaky spot, they're the first ones who couldn't pay their mortgages. And unfortunately, we were a nation that said, you know, I'd like a good four, five percent return. So we put seven percent mortgages with five percent mortgages with three percent mortgages, and we said, here you go. We're going to sell this off as a product that will average five percent. The only problem is when the house started caving in on the upper end, it didn't play out that way. And that was one of the reasons that you know we had such a massive, great recession. I know you're saying it wasn't that great for me. Oh, so be quiet. It was great. So mortgage application decreasing right now, it was so much tougher to get a mortgage in the last five years. That's a good thing because when push comes to shove, I do have the ability to service my mortgages, if that makes any sense. Um, And I think that's a big part of the fight of how bad of the next recession will it be. Probably not as that bad. But again, we have too much student debt and we have too much car debt. And car debt's not good debt. College debt, good debt, you get a job out of it. Mortgage debt, good debt, you pay your own rent. It's a saving vehicle, whether you like it or not. It's low cost. There's some mortgage deduction ability, but Trump hurt the state of California and the state of New York. Clearly, Democrat states with his tax cuts and how it plays out and how it gets funded. So interest rates on a 30-year fixed rate now, about 4.84%. I got a mortgage at 3.25, and I got a mortgage at like 3.75, and I got a mortgage at 4.25. So 4.84 EC, I don't have a desire to go refinance that. And clearly the rest of America doesn't either because they did. Now, again, it's it's kind of important that we spread this out, and it's all good. We're not that stressed. Oh, my God, I'm stressed. (laughs) I'm not stressed. Oh, I'm so stressed. 800-516-1220 800-516-1220 to each calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to each calls on the air. So Disney, good. Uh, Snap, not so good. And it's not a death knell, but those are the, that's one of those companies that may not may have come public before it should have. Or maybe it should come public when it was sexier and had better growth. But it's going to be a tough niche to sell. They can do it. The fix typically takes a little bit of time. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.